What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dean tonight. Uh, big shocker, but he's prepping for Thanksgiving. Uh, is he? I, think I don't he's think just, so. I think he's just working like a fucking pleb. Damn. How are we doing, buddy? It's the week, man. Fucking game ready. Short week. Uh, I'm getting ready for fucking war. That's what I'm getting ready for. Right. Jer- fresh jersey game in. Nick Mangold, Ohio State. Fucking clean. I hate so, that. Um, dude, how do you hate that jersey? That jersey's fire. I just hate Ohio State. I love me some Nick Mangold, but I hate Ohio State. Um, but very dude, a, a, a center's college jersey? Come on. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, I am very envious of you, but this is the big game that you've been waiting for all season. Um, the only game of the season. Right. So good luck to you. I hope hopefully it's a good game. And uh, hopefully it's not an Aiden Hutchinson game wrecking game like we had last year. Hopefully uh, Ohio State can show out a little bit, huh? Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, like the the uh, documentary on the game? It's again yeah. HBO. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm going to watch that. I'm planning on watching on the train ride over to you. So that's yeah. gonna be my Saturday morning. That's like that's like watching Braveheart like before you go into war. Dead ass. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that, I haven't seen it in like a few years. But it is it's really good to get you fired up. I love when like the weird old guy starts cursing and shit. It's right. <laughs> yeah. Um so a little bit different this episode. Um because of the holiday, got a short week for us, but we're only doing one episode this week. So we're gonna knock out this recap real quick um and then get to the previews. But let's recap some bets for us. Ray, tough week for you and Dino last week. Uh, but you want to take us through? Yeah, uh, I think you're breaking up a little bit, so I don't know. Check your mic quick, but I'll go over my absolute disaster for fucking week. Uh, debatably worse than Zach Wilson's performance Sunday, but uh, Oklahoma State plus seven and a half. That game was over legitimately three minutes in. I turned it off. I stopped watching. And then um, Ohio State first quarter, uh, they just, you know, you bet those enough, they'll come back to bite you in the ass. So that was a tough game, but we pulled it out, which was good. So, yeah, five units lost like that. Right. Dino also lost five units. He had TCU minus two and a half against Baylor. Obviously, they won on that insane game-winning field goal where they had no timeouts and they rushed the entire team. That was insane. Field. I uh, I was really hoping that they were going to lose just for some, some chaos. Um, but Dean did not take the money line, took them with the points. So it doesn't cover there, so loses five. Um I didn't lose all five, but definitely lost some money. Um, my lone win, I had USC money line against UCLA. Craziness in that game, too. Came down to the end, um, but snuck out a win there. And then this is just really bad. It's been a bad season betting college football all season, but I can't even hit an 11-point teaser. Yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, Michigan, I had minus six and a half against Illinois. They did everything to give that game away to Illinois. They won. Wish they fucking lost, but for your sake, I'm glad that they're uh, they're undefeated going into this game. And I also had Oklahoma State plus 18 and a half in that game, and they actually ended up covering. Don't know how. Yeah. I thought I was, I thought I was gonna lose both those outright, which uh would have been really bad. But like you said, that's uh that's on Vegas. That's not on me. Anytime anytime you miss a teaser, it's not your fault, Vegas fault. That's the way yeah. I think about it. And also just to, I just want to throw it out there too, just for full transparency, I think I lost about five other bets I made on college football that day. I I literally could not hit water if I fell out of a boat. It was brutal. 
I think I hit one bet the entire day. It was like a UFC parlay. So it nice. was just, it was tough. Yeah. I, uh, I actually thought, I think I was one for seven. The USC bet was the lone bet I hit. Um, but quickly, as we, uh, we're getting into the very end of this college football season, we'll go through the full bet standings right now, including the NFL, but we'll go through college first right now, Ray, you are down 11 and uh, 11.15 units in college football. The worst of, of the three of us. Not great, but I am not far behind you. Don't don't fear, my friend. I am down 9.71 units in college football. But like I said, at the very, very beginning of the season, I'm miserable at college football betting, but great in the NFL. And you'll see that um, Dean somehow has come all the way back from down 16 point something units to start the season and he is up 1.23 units in college football uh for our nfl bets ray you might be in the last in college football but you are leading the way in the nfl uh up 13.25 units fucking awesome uh we really need this college football season 10 again i am not just i'm not far behind you uh having a good season in the nfl up 10.46 units in the nfl um and dean is down 0.82 units um so dean you're just a pussy me and ray me and ray we're all in we're all out um but so as the record stands total ray you are in the lead up 2.1 units i am up 0.75 units in overall and dean is up 0.41 units for the season yeah i mean the last six weeks of college football, I've lost my entire load for So <laughs> that's pretty much just sums up my season. Uh, I'm, but, you know, unlike you, I'm, I want the season to keep going because I want to win it back because this is just a piss poor performance on my part. Uh, I don't want to blame the pod, but I'm going to. I'm a day of better. I'm a Saturday morning better. It's tough these early- on Tuesday, Wednesdays. Dude, it fucking really, it really pisses me off sometimes, to be honest with you. But, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back and better than ever. Good stuff. All right, so we are recording on Tuesday just after the college football playoff rankings have come out. Um, We'll get through the top 10 here. No changes in the top four. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU. Honestly, all of them had their struggles um, on Saturday, but all were able to escape with wins. Um, This is where we get some, uh, some differences of last week, obviously with Tennessee losing, they moved down five spots out of 10 now. So the new top 10 LSU is at five, um, a two loss LSU team. Um, six is USC. Seven is Alabama. Clemson at eight, a very interesting team. And we'll talk about them. Um, nine is Oregon. And then, like I said, 10 is Tennessee. So Ray, no movement at the top. Um, but the first thing that I think everybody kind of noticed and wanted to talk about right after the rankings was having a two-loss LSU team over a one-loss USC team. Both teams are going to have to play it out. Obviously, LSU and USC both guaranteed to make their conference championships. Um, do you have any problems with with how they ranked it, and uh, what do you see kind of moving forward? I mean, I don't have any problems personally. Uh, LSU has faced the fucking ga- the gauntlet in the SEC. I mean – it's the second best conference in football behind the Big Ten, obviously. Uh, that's a fact. But uh, and you, I mean USC, they, that, that fucking uh, UCLA game was super hard fought. Uh, obviously, Dorian Thompson Robinson was banged up too. I feel like that kind of helped them uh, escape by the uh, 
like by the hair, by like a thin of the fucking hair, whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah, I don't skin know. Of their teeth, skin of their teeth. I was fucking whatever it is. I don't know. <laughs> tough. It was a tough game. Their defense is really, um, it's really something. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It's definitely way it's behind. The, yeah, it's definitely way behind the offense. Uh, Lincoln's gonna have to get some guys in there to try to like, I guess, up the talent level. But their defense is kind of like Swiss cheese. So I don't hate it. I think obviously, I think the SEC bias is. Just, Real West Coast bias, whatever you want to like call it, I guess. Um, but I think, I mean, for LSU in particular, it doesn't really matter because if they were sixth and they still went out, they're making the playoffs. So right. it doesn't particularly matter too much. Right. LSU, they win, they're in. Um, a lot is obviously going to come down to what happens this Ohio State-Michigan game, um, what happens to TCU. TCU is very interesting too now. Um, especially with Tennessee losing because their strength of record is number one in the country. Their strength of schedule is also higher than Ohio State and Michigan. So if one of those teams is obviously going to lose. So if TCU did stumble this week against Iowa State but still won the Big 12 championship, I'd be very, very interested to see what happens there. Um, USC, now with, with Notre Dame playing really well, um, they're at 15, so that could be a great win for them, and it's a a boost for for Ohio State. Um, and uh, and also Clemson, honestly, sitting there at eight. If there's some chaos, if TCU loses, if USC loses, um, this could be a very very interesting case, especially if Clemson looks really good in these next two weeks. Not saying that they're going to get in. Um, but it'll make for a discussion for the committee. I don't see them getting in, but um, it'll be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot would have to go right for them, like you said. I think TCU, LSU, obviously, and then USC all have to lose. And even then, man, I don't know. I could see Bama getting in over them. I mean, the, the ACC is probably the weakest of the the Power That's Fives, cool. right? Um, it's definitely the weakest. Right. There's, there's, it, would ha- it would have to be Georgia beats LSU, um, USC loses, and then Ohio State would have to put it on Michigan. Because Michigan, outside of the win against Penn State, does not have a win to hang their hat on. Um, And that's kind of the – then I, I think they do, uh, do have a shot. That, obviously, a lot has to happen there, um, but they do have an outside shot. There's no is there an ACC championship game? Yes, it's already Clemson and uh, and UNC, which is tough. Oh, okay. UNC already took that loss last week, so like that's not as good of a win now either. If you if you if you win that game, um, a lot has to happen. I you said Alabama would get in. I don't think there's any shot that Alabama could get in outside of <laughs> Georgia losing. I mean, I TCU think losing. A, I think there's a shot. I mean. I mean, it's a long shot, but there's definitely a shot. TCU, LSU, USC, Clemson all lose. And I don't think that's, like, crazy. No. Uh... I mean, LSU's going to lose. I don't even want to talk about LSU. They're going to, I mean, I don't see them winning. But TCU and then USC loses in their championship game, which, I mean, we've seen that defense. They're by no means a perfect team. And then, I, I mean, guess Clemson. Would if they win the conference, they would have a claim over them. But if they lose UNC, that's going to be a fun matchup, just because 
uh, I feel like they're like the dichotomy of both teams. Like UNC's power heavy offense against Clemson's like stout SD, and then on the other sides of the ball, they're both fucking Miz. Like you, UNC's defense is terrible. Yeah, and um, I I'm not obviously you know I'm not the biggest believer in Clemson's offense right now. Right. Yeah, a lot has to happen. TCU, like we said, they get Iowa State uh, this week. LSU has Texas A&M on the road. Not an easy game for them, but obviously they're – By any means, it's not an easy game. um, USC is home against Notre Dame. Alabama's got the Iron Bowl with Auburn. Clemson's got South Carolina, who just put it on Tennessee. I thought South Carolina might be uh, in that top 25 this week. They weren't, um, which – would have been a good win for them, I guess, if if they ended up winning this game. But um, again, What's South Carolina's ranking, do you know, or record rather? Sorry, um, I don't see. know. Let me see. I'll pull it up quick. Oh, they're seven and four. Wow, they're better than I thought they were. I didn't know they had seven wins. Yeah, oh, they were closer to five hundred. Rattler had six touchdowns last week. Fucking. <laughs> with the big, with the biggest, an, the biggest anti-Rattler pod, he just put it on us. Good for him. Time. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, good for him. He fucked up all my playoff parlays. Absolutely miserable and really unfortunate for Tennessee. Hendon Hooker obviously goes down with the ACL injury. Um, it, was it torn? Yeah. That's so I'm really unfortunate for, for their team and, you know, looking for a, a bowl game, but obviously for draft purposes. That's, that's brutal for him for draft because he was going to be a senior bowl guy. That would have been like a huge, like, obviously right. a huge week for him. All, all, an already older prospect too, yeah. coming off an injury that is really tough. I thought he may have an outside shot to be possibly the third quarterback taken or fourth quarterback taken. Um, now it, it most likely will be locked up for uh, Levis being the, the third or I mean, however you want to rank him. With Levis, was always, Levis, was a, Levis was always going to go before Hendon Hooker, bro. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. All right, let's get to the two really meaningful games this week. Ray, it's Ohio State Michigan week. Seven point seven and a half point favorites right now for Ohio State at home. How do you see this game playing out? Uh it all comes down to the uh injury bug, to be honest with you. Uh Blake Corum and the team up north, I mean, they're very they're very uh like rumored that he's not gonna play. I know one of the uh one of their linemen came out and said that, oh, we're like, we're just gonna have the next man up mentality because he's not going to play. But I also feel like that could be some gamesmanship on their part because Harbaugh has, Harbaugh has not um, like tipped his hand at all. And expectedly, we're preparing as if he is going to play, which you have to because he is their entire or the bulk of their offense. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. I think this is, um, it's kind of matchup wise, I think. Uh, our run defense is kind of we can get we can get tend to get bullied sometimes in the run game on uh, our defensive line. We're not the strongest on the interior. I feel like we're more like pass rushing, uh, like a defensive line. We're not as stout interior wise. So I think if Quorum plays, he's going to have a good day. And um, but I think our our offense, our obviously our athletes on the outside, they're just too talented. I think I don't think our offense can get stopped. I think it will come down to our offensive line holding up. However. We gotta run the ball, and that's another thing. Injury related. I don't know what the deal with Henderson is. He was banged up last week. Uh, I think um, their DJ uh, 
uh, Dallin Hayden, whatever his name is, he played w- well, but he's a freshman. He's he's a little smaller. You'd like to have a couple of backs going with them, but uh, it's going to be a good game. I think our offensive line really needs to hold up against their uh, defensive line too. Our two tackles haven't allowed a sack yet this year, but that's going to have – they're, they're going to have a big test. Mike Morris is a fucking monster on the edge. Um, Mazzy Smith in the middle, they got to move him around in order to run the ball. So I'm pumped up to see it. Right. Um, I feel like – I mean, this offense has been great for Ohio State, um, but we've seen over the past few weeks our offensive line has not played well, um, and they're just not that tough up front. Yeah, and we saw it last year too. How game wrecking that Michigan defensive line was, and Aiden Hutchinson took over the game, and Ochabo they they all played great. This defensive line has got dudes on it, um, so could be an area for concern for Ohio State. But like you said, if Quorum doesn't go, um, they've also been hush about about Donovan Edwards too, who was out last week with a hand injury. Um, not sure if he's going to play either. So if you're missing your top two backs and basically your offense, it's going to be a lot on J.J. McCarthy, who we both said last week has a lot of tools, but sometimes just, you know, we feel like he should be better than than he plays sometimes. And maybe it's the system that they play and they're so run dominant. Yeah, I think to show it. I think this might Cor- be a week where he has to. He's going to have to if Corum doesn't show it. And I think that kind of plays perfectly into um, Ohio State's hands. I think they want him dropping back 30, 35 times. Because our pass rush will just get the fuck after him. Uh, JT Tumolau, I'm getting better and better every, each time I try <laughs> to say it. Uh, he's a fucking game changer. And Zach Harrison, the senior, has really stepped up. He closed that game awesome. last week. Fucking super, just an absolute super freak athlete. He was always a fucking um, someone that they wanted to kind of blossom into that next Chase Young Bosa rusher. And he's finally starting to put like his tools together. He's like 6'6", 260, runs a 4'5", they say. So, And he he closed the game out last week. So right. uh, I think those edge rushers, not to mention Jack Sawyer and uh, Mike Hall on the inside as well, they have a plethora of them. So if they if he's dropping back 35 times a game, that's kind of what we want. Right. All right. Should be, uh, should be a good one. It always is, at least in, in recent memory. Um, uh, that's another thing. That's one thing before I wanted to, before we uh, stop off. Like you also can't understate that. First of all, we're home this game. Second of all, the first time we lost to them in what like a decade, however long it's been. Uh, last year, that shit does that shit doesn't go away in like this rivalry. So you know the guys are going to be up for it. And if there's ever a game where they're going to show their toughness or physicality, it's going to be this game. And this is going to be a war. All right, seven and a half. You touching that at all? I touched it already, but I'll I'll touch it a little bit more as the days go by, probably. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Last game we really want to touch on um, is number 15, Notre Dame. At number six, um, USC. A really interesting game, honestly. USC, this would be another quality win for them. And it's good for them that this game has come at this point in the season and not in the middle of the season when Notre Dame was struggling. Um, they get a ranked Notre Dame team playing well. They need these wins to stack up. With top, really 15, good no, top 15 uh, Notre Dame team. Which crazy. Is crazy. <laughs> which is, which we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it, but um, it's, it's way better for Ohio State now than Michigan. Let's just say if, if Ohio State were to lose, Ohio State has a way better shot at getting in without being in the Big Ten Championship than Michigan does 
without being in the Big Ten championship because they have this extra quality win that's not Penn State. Even though Penn State is a very good win now, them sitting at 11. Um, but they have this extra one over um, Michigan, which boosts Ohio State. But let's get to this game. Massive game for USC, obviously. They clinched um, their ticket to the Pac-12 championship. Don't know who they're playing. There's crazy outside chances um, for a few teams. I was reading before about how Utah can get in possibly to the to, to the Pac-12 championship. It's absolutely crazy, the uh, the scenarios that have to happen. Um, but, Ray, it seems like USC, they really needed a win last week. Caleb Williams stepped up big time. He was fucking awesome last week. Yeah, uh, Caleb Williams is, I think he's kind of the real deal. He gives off, I mean, it's pretty basic comparison, but he reminds me a lot of Kyler uh, in college too. He, he fucking can run, throws out all those arm angles and his, he has a really nice touch on his passes too. He's a, he's not just a runner. He can fucking sling it. Um, I think this matchup is kind of tailor made for USC. I think it's really good for their playoff resume. I think uh, Notre Dame's offense is still super one dimensional. And I know Lincoln's an offensive coach, but if you want to be one of the premier head coaches in college football, like this is a game you need to win and you need to win handedly. In my opinion, I think that Notre Dame's offense it's just it's super one dimensional in the run game. You got to be able to scheme and stop that run, uh, that rushing attack. I know USC's defense, we're just saying, isn't the strongest. They're a little uh, weak up the middle. They can, they have been susceptible to the run, but uh, this is a game where Pine isn't really a mobile quarterback, so you don't really have that issue that they had with uh, uh, DRT last week. So I think you got you got to be able to stuff stifle this offense, and then on the other side of the ball. Um, protect you just got to keep Caleb Williams upright and give him some time but even if you don't he's too talented he'll make plays when he has to this offense is too talented um I think I see their offense scoring I'm probably gonna touch their team total over to be honest nice yeah I mean they they might need a little tiny help USC but I really do think um over these last few weeks they're stacking these nice ranked wins that they kind of control their own destiny. Um, we both think that Georgia will beat LSU in the SEC championship game. And then the, oh, Pro, uh, I yeah, actually they... I actually now that I'm saying that, because like I like I just said, it if Ohio State does lose, they still have two good they still have a, a decently good resume and they've been dominant all year. It'll be interesting to see, like if Georgia won and Michigan won and TCU is undefeated, do you put in a one-loss Ohio State team that lost to Michigan yeah. or a USC team that's been rolling and they won their conference? I think I, I think the same says can be even said for Michigan. I think this uh, the matchup's going to take the the way this matchup goes this week is going to dictate a lot about the other contenders for the that last playoff spot too because. Yeah. I think if this is like a close fucking slug fest that goes down to the wire, I feel like I feel like um, the college football playoff committee will want both these teams in the playoff. I think the ratings that if these two met, meet in the God forbid the national championship game would do wonders. Yeah, I mean, also, I mean, USC. Let's be real; like they're no slouch when it comes to ratings too. So I don't know. It's it's weird. It depends who they play like in that championship game and how those games go. To be honest with you, right? I mean, the committee's dying for TCU to lose. Yeah, oh my god. Dying for TCU to lose. Yeah, I mean get, if you can get a playoff that has Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan and USC, 
dude. It'd be I mean, it'd be mayhem outside of Al, like outside of not having Alabama in it. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I mean, if this was the sport of boxing, I'd be betting against TCU like money line straight up just because I know that there would be some fuckery going on because they, they TCU is the literally the fucking like the, the redheaded stepchild right now. <laughs> like, it's like it's like what the fuck are they doing here? All right, should be really interesting. Pumped up for these games, obviously for Michigan, Ohio State, gonna be sick. Big noon kickoff. Um, gotta love that. So you can wallow in it when they lose, right? I'd fucking. I mean, that's. that's uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> All right, let's talk some units. Uh, let's get to some bets this week. Ray, start us up. What do you got? I'm going perfect this week. I love it. Um, so first off, starting off with my boys, but not the way you think. I'm going over 56. Uh, team up north at Ohio State. That's minus 110. I put a unit on that. Um, then to follow up, stick with an over, but I'm going over 60.5 UCLA at Cal. I think UCLA off UCLA's offense is just too high powered. We saw it last week and Cal can't stop a nosebleed and they'll also get their fair share of points too. So I like that for two units. Um, UNC minus six and a half versus NC state. Uh, I think UNC's offense is too good. They're coming off that loss. I feel like that kind of helps the line a little bit. I think they'll bounce back in a big way in this rivalry. And then to close it out, I'm trying to hit my first college teaser of the year, and I'm going big with my one unit. <laughs> the four-teamer? Uh, four-teamer. Uh, Florida plus 16.5 at Florida State. I think Florida's going to run the ball. Uh, they'll keep it close enough in this rivalry. Ohio State uh, minus a half. I think they win, obviously. Uh, Northwestern plus 21 versus Illinois, so they're home. Uh, I think tw- that's just too many points. Illinois is such a run-heavy team. I think Northwestern's defense is better than their record would indicate, so I think they can keep that close too. And finally, uh, Iowa State plus 17 at TCU. I'm betting on my boy Matty Campbell here. TCU hasn't won a, like a by a large margin. I couldn't even tell you the last time. Uh, I think he keeps this close. I hope he gets an outright win for the for the mayhem, but we'll do the 17. I'm comfortable with that. So that was right. one. That's plus two hundred for those that for that teaser. So it's one to win two. I like it. All right, no bets from from Dino. We told him he's got to get it in by uh by close of business tomorrow, or he's down five units. Right, tried to push it to ten, but um, well, ten five for college, five for NFL. Oh, it would be for both. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do I got here? I'm gonna start out seven point tease. I'm with you. I got UNC minus a half. Uh, versus NC State. Obviously, they need a nice win coming off a loss. NC State stinks. Um, Drake May is going to show out. Really like that one. And then I'm rolling with you. I got Ohio State minus a half against Michigan. think there's too much talent on offense and the uncertainty of Blake Corum. Even if he plays a knee injury coming off, off of a week, he did not look healthy when he came back, when he tried to come back in last week. Um, but even if he does play as I think Ohio State has too much talent. So I got them, the two-teamer, uh, plus 100, 2.5 to win 2.5 there. And then I'm going to end with a three-team money line parlay. I got UCLA at Cal. Like you said, DTR, too much offense for Cal. I got Florida State versus, uh, at home against Florida. Florida State has really turned their season around. Um, they've looked great. The defense has looked awesome the last five weeks. They're st- there's Diming people. Um, and yeah. that offense has, has gotten going. Um, 
And then I'm going to close it out. TCU, money line against Iowa State. They're at home. This is a team of destiny right now. Max Duggan has just willed this team to wins. Um, Kendra Miller went out last week. Johnson went out last week, and he battled through it, and he got them the win. Um, I like Matt Campbell a lot, but I just think TCU is rolling right now, and I, I don't see them losing this game. And if they were to lose a game, I think it would be in that Big 12 championship. That's fair. That Florida State defense, like you said, it is playing super well. Um, they got the former great Dane Jared first, whatever his name is. I think it's first. I say it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, their safety, Jamie Robinson's also a really good player. I like him a lot for the draft too. Yeah. Should be a good week. It's rivalry week. So the boys are pumped up. Uh, Penn state needs to put the fucking beat down on Sparty. Fuck, fuck Michigan state. Yeah. Fuck. Honestly, fuck Michigan state. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that'll wrap it up for us here on between two tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed part one our college football preview go check out the nfl we got a special thanksgiving preview with a couple props so stay tuned for that as always please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our twitter at two tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022 2023 season ray appreciate you peace